Even if gifts is not your love language, it's always kind of fun to think through new ways to give gifts or new gifts to surprise people. But today we're talking about new ways to speak the dialect of the love language of gifts when it comes to our relationship with God. Stay tuned. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? Or have you been in a season where it feels like he's completely silent? Have you been praying for a way to learn how to hear his voice more clearly? Hey friends, I'm Rachel, host of the Hearing Jesus podcast. If you are ready to grow in your faith and to confidently step into your identity in Christ, then join me as we dig deep into God's word so you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. The Hearing Jesus podcast is so excited to partner with Compassion International. We believe in Compassion's mission to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. Sponsors, when they sponsor a child, have the opportunity to see firsthand the impact that you're making through letters and updates that you receive from your sponsored child. It's not just changing the lives of children, it's changing entire families, whole communities, always through the local church and always in Jesus' name. When you choose to sponsor a child, you ensure access to quality education, medical checkups, healthy food, clean water, and most importantly, the love of Jesus. Delivered through a church in their community because of a generous, caring sponsor like you. And you can speak life, love, and hope to your sponsored child through personal letters that you'll exchange. I hope you'll join me in sponsoring a child through compassion today. All you have to do is pull out your phone and text Hearing Jesus to 83393. You'll get a text back with a picture of a child who is waiting for a sponsor and a link to sponsor that child. You can also go to compassion.com forward slash hearing Jesus to choose a boy or girl to sponsor. When you sponsor, we'll also send you a copy of She Hears Learning to Listen to Jesus, my book, as a token of our thanks for investing in the life of a child. Thank you for joining me and sponsoring a child through Compassion today. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we're continuing our Love Languages of God series where we are actually going through some new dialects that we can speak in each of our individual love languages. But also it's helpful to review each of these even if it's not your primary love language because I believe it's helpful to speak all languages and all dialects in our relationship with God. And so perhaps there's something new that you could add to your relationship with God that's going to stretch you or help you understand somebody else's experience with God. And so today we're talking about the love language of gifts. And for many people, this is something that they understand in terms of tithing or in giving of their time and when it comes to their church relationships or their relationship with God. But I think it's helpful to think through what that can look like and how it can look different for for some people. Now, one of the examples that I think is helpful is, of course, in the area of tithing or of money. And for people that naturally speak this love language of gifts or gift giving, giving of money is not a huge stretch for them. It's something that kind of happens naturally. But for those of us who don't naturally speak that love language, it sometimes is a stretch. And, you know, the whole concept of tithing, I think it is one thing to tithe when you are not making a lot of money. 
But when you start either start to make more money or maybe you get a large sum of money, I think it is sometimes really hard, especially if you are not naturally given towards speaking that language. But I just want to encourage you with that because I think about this in a time in my own life where we had sold our previous house and we were moving into the house that we currently have now. And we made just a little bit of money off of that house, enough that we were going to use that for the down payment in the new house. And when all was said and done, we had everything kind of squared away my husband and I made this realization that we should be tithing off of the profit that we made on the house and you know up until that point we weren't making very much money our tithe looked rather small compared to most people's I would imagine and it meant that we were going to have to give a significant chunk of that money you know 10% of that that lump sum of money to the tithe and we knew that we needed to give it. We knew that it was an act of obedience to God, but it was still really, really difficult. And for whatever reason, I think we were both in this place of just just fear, probably because we had never given that amount of money before. But we started praying about it and we just asked the Lord to just give us peace about that entire scenario. And we went to the church that day and there was actually a guest speaker that day who was there on behalf of Ukraine. And now this was way before the current Ukraine war. This was, you know, they were still dropping bombs and things were happening, but it was prior to this scenario that they're experiencing right now. But nonetheless, there were children in children's homes that were suffering. And so this individual who represented Ukraine was sending shipping containers over to Ukraine full of all sorts of things like clothing and winter coats and shoes and all sorts of things that the people of Ukraine could use. And they were ready to close up this container that had been filled with things from multiple churches from from around the region. And the thing that they were needing was the finances to send this shipping container over. And it just so happened that the amount that they had left that they needed in order to fund this was the exact amount that we should have been tithing. And so I looked at my husband, he looked at me, and we just kind of both nodded our heads. And we knew in that moment that God was calling us to give that to that specific project. And we did. And I will tell you that it's that whole definition of what scripture talks about how God loves a joyful giver. Prior to that morning, we were really nervous and scared about giving because it's not like we had a ton of extra money to go around. In fact, we didn't have a ton of extra money to go around. I mean, I lived off of coupons and WIC at that point in my life. If you don't know what WIC is, it's like a supplemental food program for um, nursing mothers and young children to help get them protein and fortified foods, things like that. But without coupons and without, you know, the local food pantry and the generosity of people in our church, we did not always make ends meet. I mean, it was a time in our lives where we were literally living on faith. But yet when we saw what God was up to and he had prepared this ability for us to give into this ministry and we knew it was going to make this impact in such a tangible real way which he did not have to do it elevated our relationship with the lord in such a powerful way and we were so happy to give it and i will tell you that that stretched my faith in such a powerful way it was such a joy to be able to express our love for god in that way and so I would say first and foremost, I would think about money in terms of gifts and how can you use your money and the things that God has given you and blessed you with to express your love to God. 
The second area, I think, is something that we could consider as possibly a new dialect or a new way to express our love for God through gifts would be the meeting of physical needs of others. And You know, sometimes you might not have the finances to give, but you might have time to give or you might have things to give. And as I started to live my life this way, just not so much in the area of gifts, but just in the area of obedience, I I was really starting to lean into the season that God was calling me to, to be obedient, to be selfless, to immediately obey because delayed obedience is disobedience. And so as I was starting to really practice that in my day-to-day life, I was invited to come speak at an event. And I showed up for the event and there was a dinner. And because there was a dinner, sometimes you would get people that didn't have a lot of money, but they wanted the free dinner so they would come. It didn't really bother the organization. It didn't bother me because it meant there was more people there. But there was a young family. It was a single mom with a couple kids. And you could tell that they just did not have much money. And so they were there and they were listening to everything that I was sharing that evening. And right before I went to that event, I stopped off at a local store and I bought myself a new necklace with some birthday money I had had. And it was similar to a necklace I had had when I was younger that I had misplaced. And I was really excited to be able to wear this. It was the first time I was wearing it. And I had that necklace around my neck as I was maybe just playing with it a little bit. And I was speaking with this young mom after, after the speaking event. And the little girl shared with me how much she loved my necklace and she was kind of playing with it. And I think it had like maybe pearls. I'm sure there are fake pearls, but pearls on it. And she was talking about how beautiful it was. And then later, as I was talking to her mom, I learned that it was this little girl's birthday. And it ended up that this was the little girl's birthday dinner because it was really, you know, it was free. It was what the mom could do. And it was something special. And in that moment, the Lord said, give her your necklace. And I will tell you at first, I was like, Oh, like not that I wasn't going to do it, but I was like, I just got it. I've had it like an hour, God. And he's like, I know, give her your necklace. And so I took it off and I gave it to her. And I think she thought that I just meant for her to wear it for that evening. And she went to leave and she went to hand it back to me. And I said, no, 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 you keep it. The Lord wants you to have it. And tears welled up in her eyes because it was the only birthday gift that she got that year. Hey friends, this is Rachel, host of the Hearing Jesus podcast, and I wanted to take a minute to share with you about our Patreon community. Are you loving the deep conversations, the biblical insight, and spiritual growth content that I share on the podcast? Well, I've got some fantastic news for you. By becoming a member of our Patreon family, you can take your Hearing Jesus experience to a whole new level. When you join Patreon, you gain access to ad-free episodes, daily journaling prompts and worksheets, monthly bonus content, personalized Q&A sessions with me, giveaways, and more. As a Patreon supporter, you're not just a listener, you're a valued member of my inner circle. But that's not all. Our Patreon community is a place where you can connect with like-minded people who share your passion for spiritual growth, engage in meaningful discussions, share your thoughts, and be part of something truly special. Plus, we've got some awesome perks lined up for our Patreon supporters, from shoutouts on the podcast to exclusive merchandise and much, much more. So if you're ready to dive deeper into 
the journey of hearing Jesus, head over to patreon.com forward slash hearing Jesus. Your support makes a real difference, allowing us to continue bringing you inspiring content week after week. Also, a portion of any income from Patreon goes to support children through our partnership with Compassion International. Again, head to patreon.com forward slash hearing Jesus. Thank you for being a vital part of the Hearing Jesus community. Together, let's learn to live out our faith in our everyday life. And the mother, of course, she, you could tell she was, you know, touched. And I, that's not what I did it for. I just did it to be obedient to the Lord, actually. And so I had shared something that was coming up, um, a mission trip, I think it was, in my own life that I was praying about and praying for funds for and praying for safety and things like that for. And about two weeks later, maybe maybe even longer than that, within a short period of time, that young mother shows up to the church that I was working at. And after the service, she came and she found me in the lobby and she said, you don't know what that meant to me. And she pushed something in my hand and then she ran out the door. And I, of course, had lots of responsibilities. I couldn't really run out the door after her. I was in the middle of lots of things on Sunday mornings. And so I didn't even pay attention. I put it in my bag. And then later, I thought maybe it was the necklace. I wasn't really sure. Later that afternoon, I went to open this up and it was several hundred dollars. And there was just a note. And she said, put that towards your trip. I don't know where she got that money from. It was way more than anything I spent on that necklace. That necklace was probably 30 bucks. But yet it was so overwhelming to me, the act of generosity and sacrifice that I knew came for this young mom and probably what a blessing it was for her to give that to me. But ultimately it blessed me to know that I blessed her in a way that it really had nothing to do with that $30 necklace. It had to do with the way that I was communicating love to that little girl. And so I think that sometimes when we physically meet the needs of others, whether, I mean, maybe that I guess you could say is more of an emotional need, but when we use our gifts, the things that God has given us to bless others, that can not only speak love to God, but it can speak love to God's children. And that ultimately is part of what loving God is all about. We want to know God and we want to make him known, which means we want to make his love known. And so that's another way that using the language of gifts can help communicate that. And then the third way I wanted to talk about was something that doesn't cost any money at all. And that is the act of giving generously with your words, giving the gift of encouragement. You know, there is no cost to being an encourager to people. And, you know, maybe you have somebody like this in in your life. I don't have a lot of encouragers in my life in terms of people that are older than me or, you know, I have peers, but I don't really have parents. And so there is an individual who is loosely related to my daughter's school. And when I was sharing with her, I think maybe in my first or second book that I, w- I was writing, I was sharing with her about the whole process of what God was doing in my life. And it was joy-filled. It was a joy-filled conversation. We were just kind of sharing what God was doing in each of our lives. And she put her hand on my arm and she said, Rachel, I just want you to know, I'm really proud of you. And God is really proud of you. And even now, 
that brings me to tears because I don't have people in my life that express encouragement that way. And for her to say that to me, we don't even really know each other very well, but it touched me so much. It made me feel so loved by God. And she is an encourager all the way around. My children know her as an encourager. Everybody that goes to the school knows her as an encourager. And I just thought in that moment, God, thank you for this woman. Thank you for the gift of her words. That didn't cost her anything other than a a little bit of time, but yet it made such an impact on me. I still remember how she made me feel and how God used that moment, those words of hers to communicate his love for me. And I just appreciate that so much. And so maybe you aren't somebody that are, maybe you're not in a season where you have extra money to give or you have extra items to give, but maybe you could give words of encouragement to somebody that just really needs it. And you could be praying about opportunities to give those kinds of words of encouragement. And then the last thing I would want to mention is some people, they maybe sometimes get extra money. Maybe it's like a bonus at work at Christmas time or something different happens. Maybe there's an inheritance that happens or or whatever it is. But I would say there's another opportunity for giving and that's with projects. And you don't have to look very far to find projects. You know, there are people that are going on missions trips and there are back to school drives for backpacks for kids in the fall or depending what time of year it is, there's a Christmas project that can give to a low income family in your neighborhood. Look for projects to give because that's not a long-term commitment, but it can still meet a need that radically changes things for that individual. And one of the things that we are passionate about on the Hearing Jesus podcast is our partnership with Compassion International. If you don't know about that, or if you are looking for a project to give to, you can go to compassion.com forward slash hearing Jesus. And what's interesting is we, we do have sponsorships on the show the show sponsors children, but I also make sure to look through the projects. And so I think last month we gave towards a Bible project where we provided Bibles for a certain number of children, or there is a water well project. There's different things that you can do. Perhaps a project is a way that you can give. And whether that is $5 or $500, giving towards a project, maybe it's a lemonade stand in your neighborhood or Girl Scout cookies or whatever the the thing is that God lays in your heart. Having this attitude of generosity and using the things that God has given us to bless other people blesses God too. It helps us understand and hear his voice and it also helps us receive his love. And so maybe you're somebody that usually gives money. If we're talking about doing something new and being creative in this dialect of the love language of giving, maybe instead consider giving food or giving your time. Maybe you can help make some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for somebody at the church, or maybe you can help serve in the nursery. Maybe you can help steward other people well. If you are somebody that normally gives tangible items, maybe you could consider giving words of encouragement to somebody. So instead of just handing a check over or buying, you know, the juice boxes for Sunday morning for the kids church, maybe you could encourage that young mom that feels overwhelmed and has never left her baby in a nursery before. Or maybe you can pray over somebody that you see struggling at Walmart. There's always opportunities to exercise these gifts and these languages that God has given us in a way that helps us better understand not just other believers, but helps us understand God himself. So let's pray. God, I thank you that you are a good gift giver and the things that we have in this world that are good are from you. God, I thank you for the example that you show us in scripture. And Lord, would you help us to get creative in the way that we speak our love to you through the 
act of giving gifts. Lord, I thank you for the way that you reveal your heart through the pages of scripture and through other people. Lord, I pray for my friends even now that they would recognize how you're at work in their lives. Lord, I thank you and I praise you in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey friend, every day when I finish the podcast, I feel so confident that this is one of the things that God created me for. And my journey is not unlike yours. I had a season in my life where I was doubting God's voice. I felt insecure about the things that I thought he might be telling me to do. If you were in that place, I want you to know that I offer spiritual direction and life coaching to help you get unstuck. Maybe you're struggling with something and need an objective biblical opinion. Maybe you need some help working through something that feels a little heavy. Maybe you feel called to write or start your own podcast, or maybe you just want to learn how to hear God's voice more clearly. For me, when God started to reveal his plan for my life, I found my purpose. And part of that purpose is to help you learn how to grow in your relationship with him. My heart is to help guide you in this area so you can step confidently into the calling God has for you. If you would like to start spiritual direction or life coaching, I'm opening up space for a couple more clients. You can head to shehears.org forward slash coaching to learn more. That's shehears.org forward slash coaching. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you in your walk with God, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, bonus content, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you. Know that you are so loved. Keep going. Keep going.